And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey there. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we should take a look at a very, very pretty-looking film, anyway, oh, called yes. Monte Carlo. It's a gorgeous travelogue with beautiful actresses. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There are three young women from Texas, mm-hmm. played by Selena Gomez, Katie Cassidy, and Leighton Meester. Leighton Meester and Selena Gomez are half-sisters. Yes. They don't like each other very much. And Katie Cassidy is a good friend of Selena Gomez. And the three of them, for reasons that are too long to go into, are going to Paris on a vacation together. Mm-hmm. Highly unlikely that these three women would be together, but they are. Or could afford a trip since they're waitresses. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. But they've saved up for it. They do say that. So off they go to Paris. They're having a wonderful time in Paris. They run up and down the steps at the Eiffel Tower. They miss the bus. They're having a fun time, but let's remember that tour guide, as depicted in the movie, is keeping these girls running constantly. And so they're missing so many things that they would like to spend more time with, like the museums and the Eiffel Tower and so on. So they're constantly rushing, and that creates problems for them, which then lead to plot contrivances. Of course. There is one moment when the Leighton Meester character, Meg, says to the Katie Cassidy character, Emma, why are you wearing those high-heeled shoes to run all over Mm -hmm. Paris with? And Emma replies, if the shoes don't hurt, they won't help. (laughs) Right. Which is kind of true, I think, for a lot of women. But anyway, they're running around in Paris, and they miss a bus, and then all kinds of things happen to them as a result of that. And then they find something wonderful happens to them. Well, what happens that is wonderful is that the Selena Gomez character, Grace, is mistaken Mm -hmm. for one of the world's most wealthy heiresses, Cordelia Winthrop Scott. Right. And, of course, Selena Gomez plays both of these characters. And I thought it was interesting watching her because she really had to play three different characters. She had to play Grace, she had to play Cordelia, Uh and then she had to play Grace pretending to be Cordelia. Yeah. It was not easy for her, and I thought, considering that Selena Gomez is not known for her great acting, I thought she did a pretty good job in this. And, of course, when she is mistaken for this heiress, suddenly everybody is doing things for her. They exactly. They put her in this gorgeous, gorgeous hotel room. They send up astonishing food for them to eat. There's beautiful clothes there that belong to Cordelia. We haven't quite figured out why Cordelia doesn't show up when she's supposed to. I guess there's something in the plot that's frankly gone out of my mind. <laughs> but they wind up mm-hmm. going to Monte Carlo because the Cordelia character is presiding over an auction mm-hmm. to help orphan children. Correct. And she is going to auction off this astonishing-looking necklace. Correct. Hopefully for a price that goes up into the millions. Mm -hmm. But who is wearing this necklace, of course, is Grace and then Emma, and this necklace goes all over the place, as they do. And by the way, while they're running around doing all these things, they each wind up with three astonishingly good-looking young guys. I agree. I agree with that. Yes, they are handsome boys. (laughs) They are played by Corey Monteith, Pierre Boulanger, and Luke Bracey. That's basically the plot. Right. Well, the movie is really one big fantasy fairy tale for young tweens, and there's certainly nothing wrong with that. Look, the humor is predictable. The boys are handsome. The settings, the locales are just 
beautiful. The clothes are gorgeous. It's really eye candy for young girls. And I think it's important to note that no one's nude in this movie. The language is very clean. No one's sexting or shoplifting or doing any other kind of current bad girl behavior. And I think that's a very nice change of pace. So I like movies like this. And I'm pleased to say that this is the kind of movie that is definitely targeted for the tween audience. I like that you have a movie that shows exotic locales instead of erotic behavior. Right. I think it's just a really nice movie. When I saw the film, first of all, I was the only male in the audience, Mm -hmm. and I was also alone. And everybody else, there were women shepherding five and six and eight young tween girls with them to see this Uh film, which I think was great. I do, too. I think they were having a very, very good time. I had a better time watching them than watching the movie, actually. But, of course, I was watching the movie. Those three women are gorgeous. Well, they're young women, too. I mean, they're all about 20 something in real life. I like the fact that they had three different types. Let's talk about that for a second. I mean, the girl Emma, played by Katie Cassidy, is a little bit older in this movie. She's, you know, probably 22 as opposed to Grace. And she's a waitress. She's a real Texas type. Oh, yeah. She runs around with kind of a beehive hairdo and she's got herself a nice Texas boyfriend. And then there's Meg, who's a little bit of a sourpuss. She's kind of the wet blanket. She's Leighton Meester, who is the older stepsister of Grace. Right. And she comes along. They begrudging accept her as the third member of their traveling party. They have to do it because their parents said either take her or you don't go to Paris. We find out that along the way, this character ends up with a really great looking guy, an Aussie hunk. And I think he's a really charming actor. That's Luke Bracey, of course. And, you know, you can gradually see her go from sour to sweet in the movie. And that's the nicest part of this movie. Look, there's nothing wrong with this picture, as I said. I like movies that are kind of a madcap charade for kids, and certainly Monte Carlo offers up all of that, and certainly some moments where the young girls in the audience can just drool, as they will, over the dropped dead jewelry, the shoes, and the makeup, and the clothes. So, you know, there's a lot of fun in this picture, and it's frothy fun. Well, I think so, too. Again, it's not my kind of movie. Were I not doing this show, Anne, I probably Probably would not not have paid my way to get in to see this film. Right. But what the heck? I had a pretty good time with it. It reminds me of movies that came out in the 50s and 60s, frankly. Oh, sure. I mean, I expected to see Sandra Dee popping up in this film. I mean, this is exactly the kind of movie that she made. It has a lot of kind of the gidget humor in it, innocent, well-meaning girls getting all giggly over guys. You know, it's that kind of a film, just as innocent as can be, and I liked it for that reason. Okay. I also liked it because I have obviously never met Katie Cassidy, but she is the daughter of David Cassidy Mm -hmm. and the granddaughter of a very dear friend of mine, the late Jack Cassidy, so I loved seeing her on the screen. She's gorgeous and talented. Absolutely just like the men that were in her family. And I'm sure her mother's gorgeous, too. Absolutely. So because of all these reasons and because all the young girls sitting all around me in the theater were having such a good time, I'm giving Mm -hmm. this a very, very cheerful yellow light. I am, too. For me, Monte Carlo rates a squeaky clean yellow light. Two squeaky clean yellow lights for squeaky clean Monte Carlo. We're going to come back to review another movie very, very soon. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Greenlight Reviews hopes 
that all of you can dress up as beautifully as the people in this movie and look so terrific and have such a good time as they did at the movies. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotus, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah. right? And yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripotis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.